Today, we welcomed our very young guest, Tay. Uh, he was born in Ulsan, but left at the age of five to go live in Canada with his family. He has recently returned to embrace the greatness this country has to offer and has enrolled in a local college to up his language skills. On this episode, Tay shares his experiences growing up out east in Canada, his stint as a tattoo artist, his passion for skiing, and his plans for the future. This young man is full of potential, and I'm excited to see how this story unfolds. This episode is brought to you by Blanket Fort Experience. This is a channel that brings storybooks to life. Watch and enjoy the music and sound effects with your favorite books, or you can read along with your own book. New episodes are released a few times a week. Subscribe now so you don't miss out. This channel can benefit parents, teachers, and any storybook enthusiast. Subscribe now, the Blanket Fort Experience. You are now tuned into This Korean Life with your hosts, Brian and Nate. Shout out to Chris Mazarol. Yeah, uh, he just fired up the, uh, kimchi I think it's called Soul, Soul Food, so you can buy kimchi and all that shit. Yeah, way down there. <laughs> Way down there. <laughs> the biggest island in the world. Yeah. I was about... Uh, like if Halifax is right there, I was just across the bridge and then a little bit more. Cole Harbour, isn't that fucking... Yeah. Crosby? Yeah. 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 You play hockey? Nah, I ski. You ski? Yeah. Just uh, the tiniest bit in, uh, in Truro. Around with the... Much, nor- much more north. Hmm. The my family's in Manitoba now, so there's not much for hills out there, but there is the floodway all around the city. Yeah, and they've turned the floodway, the ditch we call it the ditch, <laughs> they've turned the floodway into a ski hill 15 20 years ago. And we've had two guys, I think, on the freestyle, like snowboard, whatever it's called, slope yeah. jump or what. Huh, when you're saying freestyle, that's like go down, yeah, yeah. yeah. you do that shit, yeah, I try. But that's terrible. But that's how do you not like? What's the what's the progression like? The progression you like you don't just go down. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I I was gonna say like we just have the spring ditch, Springfield ditch, and we we, put the five or six guys on the national ski team for for jumping tricks, snowboarding tricks, like freestyle, whatever. And there's I don't mean I don't mean like, like X Games, Olympics, whatever. Yeah. But they they learn and they've qualified through practicing from, you know, grade four on on a ditch in the prairies. Yeah, that's it. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it doesn't matter where you are. I'm sure you can find it. I just wonder what kind of skiing's out there. But Are they talented or is that just like a no, reflection they're, well, of... They're, they're major skateboarders and, and oh, okay, wakeboarders okay. and stuff. No, okay. They know what they're doing. Oh, wow. But it's just, a, to, if you saw what they had, I mean, you would laugh. It's a... It's a ditch. It's like the equivalent they, they of the Jamaican. They a little bit here, and then they make the big jumps. And it's like the Jamaican bobsled team. And it gives people a reason to go. They yeah. don't go to ski downhill. It takes 10 seconds to get down mm. and five minutes to get up. But, I mean, if you think it's a joke over here, mm. whatever it's called. Oh, dude, you want water or some shit? I'm not good. This thing's, sure? yeah. I might just in case. This thing's, even, this thing's even worse than uh, whatever that one is over here. God, that one looks like Whistler compared to Winnipeg. Oh, the... The, Eden Valley? Were you bringing the sliding place? Is that what it's called? Eden Valley? Eden oh, Valley? Yeah. No, no, are you talking about the, the real ski hills? Yeah, but I mean, they're not really. Not really. I think it's Eden Valley. And, uh, yeah, we laughed there, but 
There it's tiny, but there's 10 million people there, so it's like an anthill. It's crazy. <laughs> and they're all beginners. Like 90% of people are beginners, so if anybody's doing any kind of speed, I mean, you got to watch for 500 people going like this. And yeah, I remember the first times I went, and guys would just stop right in front of you, sit down and take out their phone, and you'd almost kill them. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> you can't stop in the middle to go to the side of the you can't stop in the middle of the hill I ended up a, a assistant instructing for a couple of years and then uh, coaching for freestyle for another couple of years coaching is decent yeah <laughs> it can't be bad if you coach it yeah huh okay well we'll fire this up and we can talk about we're it we're we're rolling welcome to episode <laughs> welcome to another episode of this Korean life uh, number 82 with Tay Asling Dude, fresh off the boat. Uh, <laughs> Nate was uh, Nate was saying it was so strange that um, to actually interact with someone who's a, a fluent English speaker. There, I mean, there's lots of English speakers, but yeah, it's difficult to find. It's yeah. strange to to and to meet someone who who speaks exactly like you. <laughs> and, there's good, and there's good. There's really good English speakers, but the the nuance and and just just it, it's just weird when I when Jeff introduced me, I was like. Wow, <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> because I mean, you expect teachers and and then second language learners. Yeah, and that's it. So to hear that's what it's been for twenty years, right? That, that's why. It's so, that's why it was, it was so weird. I mean, mm. just to hear and like, holy shit! Like, and you said, what'd you say? Uh, shoot me your number. Shoot me your number. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> talking to my nephew, but yeah, just haven't had many interactions like that here. We used to hang out with, not hang out with, but one of our buddies was probably 10 years older than us and he had a son 10 years younger than us but he would come out to the bars and stuff with his dad and it was like having a little brother and and he sean's kid there yeah, yeah. david and, and he was a little animal but uh that was kind of fun he was in second or third year of high school and and it was just someone else that you could communicate naturally with that understood you know the same way you would yeah so yeah. just different do you, uh, I mean, you've been here, what, a month? You said a month yeah, and a half? a month and a half, a couple months. I know you're here to study Korean. Yep. Correct? How's how's that going so far? Uh, pretty good. Yeah. The curriculum's going pretty fast, actually, but... Uh, <laughs> Welcome to Korea. <laughs> it's just coming, yeah, it's coming from, uh, <laughs> coming from most uh, Chinese speakers, actually, that migrated. And... Um, most, of this, most of the people in the class are Chinese? Yeah, most of the people are Chinese. How many Chinese. people are in your class? Nine, with maybe five or six... Chinese speakers. And where are the other ones from? Uh, Shanghai. No, but they're oh, all sorry. from China? Yeah, all from China. So about like six or seven from uh, China and then the rest from uh, uh, the one from Pakistan and a couple from Myanmar. I met one of the girls from Myanmar. Yeah. Um, but it's, and that's the only, is that the only class in the language chart? Oh, there's a couple actually. There's one, I'm in the beginner class and there's one more advanced class. Because I was going to say, there used to be like 150 kids in that. English track oh, or the please. language track there, and I don't I don't know if it was a Corona thing that they stopped giving visas and stuff. It was yeah. harder for them to get kids. Yeah, but I know that program had a lot of kids in it, oh, a geez. lot, a lot. Yeah, especially when we were at the Donggu campus, like the English track was only one, one class in the English track, but the language track there was kids every all the time, and I was like, who are all these kids? What do they do? Hmm. They're all studying Korean, and that's why I said all those kids are gone now. They're all off in universities yeah. studying. So what did you, they must uh, learn pretty quick. What did you know? How much Korean did you know before coming here? Like, uh, none. Zero. Did, no, like 
No, I'm not literate. Can't read or write. Or yeah, like absolutely nothing. I don't know. What about your classmates? Classmates? Oh, they were like decently fluent, actually. Really? Yeah, I was kind How of surprised because <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But uh, we started. We I thought we were gonna start from like the alphabets, but then we kind of skipped the alphabet. And luckily, <laughs> I actually, <laughs> I had a couple of weeks of uh, of just the alphabet in Canada with a tutor over there, and. Um, we skipped straight to grammar and uh straight to and grammar. going for like the e ga and the uh oh, God, that's uh, where everyone gives up yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where gives i still up. haven't got past that part <laughs> oh man uh, 20 year plan <laughs> <laughs> so it's not gonna be it's not gonna be a lot of communication stuff uh a little bit actually yeah mostly just like a lot of everything actually like Are reading you? writing grammar vocabulary do you get a lot of everything. chance to speak yeah you do yeah awesome how much are you using it outside of the class? Uh, zero. Yeah. <laughs> With my mom occasionally because she's native. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's about it. What's the What's the trajectory for a student coming in and learning? Because we talk, we interviewed one girl who said she got level three and or level five in like three months. We're like, what? Jesus. Yeah, she like downloaded that shit or something. She's got the chip in her brain. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> how she did that, but <laughs> it's. I uh, mean, she she was. She was also older. She's from China. She was older, hmm. came here for an exchange for one semester, enjoyed it. Her professor in China said, you can do a master's there, but you got to speak Korean. But you yeah. plan on getting a, your educational uh, or your educational path. You want to get a degree here? Yeah, I actually, I think I, I don't know how I got, I already got accepted for a uh, business major. <laughs> <laughs> for a, a global business major, yeah. Where? Okay. In uh, Ulsan uni- College. Uh, Ulsan College. Ulsan College, yeah. So, what, man, I don't understand how you can become fluent enough. But is that in, is they, that is yeah. that in an English track or, or a Korean track? Korean. In the Korean track. Yeah. Wow. So, what do you need? Like two years of language study before you can dive into a to a college degree? Uh, no, the course I'm in is actually half a year, and then it lines up just to end on February and oh, then okay. start on March. So by the time, like, I can feel myself progressing. Starts. Like by the time I'm February, I'll be decently. Hopefully, decently fluent, <laughs> and then well, uh, I should sign up for the. That'll put the <laughs> put shit. the fire under your ass. Eh? Yeah, jeez, oh, really? I guess it's how long? Eight hours a day. You Nine to don't... one. Nine to one. So. And then they give you a bunch of shit to do after. Yeah. Huh? A bunch of shit like what? Like a lot that's... of copying. A lot of just copying, actually. Like writing stuff down. Yeah, just writing stuff down. I was like understanding what question, and then like. They give you like the example like next to it, and then the uh, the answer to the question. So you actually just write down the uh, question and the answer. Like like a, let's say like it's a place like it's a hang uh, hanguk, and then uh, no hang hangyo, and then um, that's what they're talking about. And then you write the hango. Uh, oh sorry, uh, let's go like tapuki and then mokoyo, and then it'll be like uh, cha masoyo and then stuff like that. Okay, um, pattern. Yeah. Pattern shit. Right. Yeah. Jesus Christ. A lot of like uh, remembering vocabulary. Nine to one. Just wow. drilling it in your head, eh? Yeah. I I took a different approach. I went to the bar every night. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I bought one beer and sat there for three hours with my buddy's wives who were running the bar. Buy one beer, sit there. They were bored. I didn't have anything to do. Didn't know anybody. Sat there with my dictionary and a pen and paper and kind of you know, wrote stuff down and then I'd ask them questions and how do you say this? How do, I need to know how to say where's the bathroom. Yeah. I need to know how to say 
more meat, please. Yeah. I need to know how to, how do you, and they'd tell me and I'd look up words I didn't know and that was it. But I just learned to speak. Yeah. And that was a problem. I didn't still, I mean, not much for writing and grammar. He, and he can stuff. still, he knows how to say, I need the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Fill up my peanut jar. <laughs> Where's the quadras? <laughs> more Fruit Loops, please. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. What, uh, what do you do outside of, uh, outside of school? Outside of school, yeah. I really don't do much. I do a little bit of uh, actually tattooing. Actually, Here? I have a yeah. I mean, not on actually on fake skin. I used to. I used to be pretty. I had a lot of clients back in Nova Scotia because it was really big, especially with everybody in like college and university just going to like a university party and tattooing everybody up. But huh? uh, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So I would you just mean, like I would... people who are passed out or like. People... <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a full moon party in Thailand. <laughs> oh, Hold man. on, three ecstasy, <laughs> two shots of whiskey, and here's my tattoo gun. Yeah. Holy shit! You show up with a tattoo gun and people are lining up to. Uh yeah, pretty much. Oh, with money? Oh uh, no, I just, just do it for just free. Practicing. Yeah, I just do it for free. Fucking yeah. around. Well, that's uh, I don't know if I fucking want people that guy doing yeah. my tattoo. Yeah, really, nobody. I, yeah, I regretted a lot of my tattoos. <laughs> you did your own? Yeah. Well, a lot well, of. We gotta uh, practice. Yeah, you gotta practice. Yeah, a lot yourself. of my own. I did a. This is like my only good one. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Oh, nice. So it's a little. It's a little bird. That's but, all right. Um, I have yeah. a feeling you're gonna show me a bunch under that hoodie there. What do you got under that? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I do have one right here. It's kind of fucked up. It's like really fucked, actually. <laughs> but um. And then, like, all of the, uh, around 50% of all the tattoos I did on other people I regretted. I made sure that they would come to me first as, like, a a consent thing. Because, like, I can't reach out and be like, hey, do you want me to tattoo you? Like, I would just announce that, hey, I'm a tattooer. Like, I'm fucked as shit. I'm terrible. If you want me to tattoo you, come here. And and you were were drunk or high or something? No, actually, I couldn't be be drunk or high. I had to be sober. Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, that's... That's really wild. Nova Scotia is crazy. <laughs> yeah. well, why, uh, well, what? I mean, what? Uh, what gets you into tattooing? When did you? You woke up one Saturday and like, fuck it, buying a tattoo gun. Actually, my girlfriend was just like, "Hey, I'm thinking about getting a tattoo." And then I hold started on, honey, let me do it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't trust those guys in the shop. <laughs> and then I just started. Um, I ordered some kit from like Amazon of like a stick and poke of just poking myself, and then. Well, look, just, tell me more. What's a stick and oh, poke? That's a, that's oh, that's like yeah. the traditional. Da, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Except like it was just like a hand and like a just with your hand. Oh, like a fucking prison. But, but, it's, but it's permanent. Yeah, it's it's uh, it really depends on how good you get. Cause but you didn't a, practice. Like, are you an artist? Are you good at drawing? Or you just thought you should be a tat? Yeah, I started tattooing. drawing with it along along with it to get good, and then I got pretty decent at tattooing. But it is pretty separate. Where like you just need to have a steady hand and trace good for tattooing. And then if you want to get like the proportions right and like the actual like facial features yeah, yeah. where the muscles are in the body yeah, or whatever, yeah. then it's drawing. I've, <laughs> I've seen all those all those butchered uh, portraits online. <laughs> oh, this is my this is my sister who passed away, and it just it looks like a monster, man. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that would be me if somebody if somebody let me. Portrait portrait's yeah. a, a big uh, big job, man. So your girlfriend yeah. said she wants a tatty. You ordered a kit, and then she said, "Yeah, just." Try it on me first. No, one. actually, I tried it on myself because she just like started talking about tattoos yeah. and like different ideas what to get. And before I was like, I had no idea what tattoos were. And you hadn't, you didn't have any or anything. No, I didn't have. You're any. like, fuck it, I'm never, 16. Never, I'm an adult. Never thought about anybody <laughs> uh, getting one. And I was 15, maybe actually. <laughs> I'll never regret this. Yeah. <laughs> that's when you started at 15. Yeah, I think so. Wow. Oh, that's wild. 
That's wild. Shit. So then what uh, how, that progressed into like a... But how did it turn out? Uh, Obviously, you're not still with her. Are you, <laughs> are you nah. here because there's an angry mob chasing you back <laughs> out of the country? <laughs> I, uh, I wouldn't be surprised, but um, <laughs> I have some more photos here. The wall of shame? Yeah, the wall of shame. <laughs> That's all right, man. That's a, well, you know what? We I got a, the um, Palm Gym guy. I told you to follow him on Instagram there. He's, he's a, a he's a he's a Thailand gym guy, isn't he? Yeah, but he was a tattoo artist in Australia for years, and he said he uh, he started. He's like the the first, I think, like something like ten tattoos I did on myself. Yeah, and then I had to find ten of my best friends to tattoo. He goes, and now they're not my best friends. <laughs> he said it in broken English, but that was the that was the gist of it. Oh, that's but wild. but okay. Yeah. So these... those are, those are like that's half of it, maybe forty percent, and then the extra sixty percent is like I'm not showing those to the public. Yeah, because nobody would let me tattoo them. <laughs> but the uh, that's wild. But this is what I would probably expect, and you're not doing anything. Yeah, you're at a party. You guy wants yeah. a little heart or a star or something, or yeah, you can just do the just do like but, a number of. Uh... But that's probably. Yeah. How many people regret it? Because I have a feeling there's a lot of people who are on the edge of, I want to get a tattoo, I want to get a tattoo. And if yeah. if somebody's there saying, I can do it right now, you go, shit, really? Yeah. How much? I'm Free. 60, I'm 16 yeah. years deep. Come on. Yeah. Do you know what you're doing? Yeah, man. Okay. Give me a heart. Yeah. I had, a, I had a pretty, I have a, I had a hell of a setup with like a desk and then a massage table, actually. And that you would I, bring to parties? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was the shit man. I, I had the setup. Um, oh, no, Scotia is wilder than I thought. Yeah. That's hilarious. You show up with a massage table? Yeah. With a massage table and a massive, like, 120 liter duffel bag full of my uh, inks and shit. Like, inks and whatever else. What would be supplies. the biggest one you'd do at a party? What do you mean? The biggest, like, size. Like, those oh, are all pretty small. Full back. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, full back. <laughs> Quarter sleeve. Maybe, like, a fist size, I think. Holy shit. That's wild. Anybody That's wild. ever. Get up, look in the mirror, and punch you in the face. <laughs> no, I haven't heard any. Most people I've you tattooed, signed the waiver. Most people I've tattooed is actually uh, either like my close, close friends or people I will never ever see again. So they can go and fuck off and do their own thing. Yeah, well, that's a that's a good uh, good policy. What what? Uh, <laughs> so no waivers, nothing. Just hi, I'm the tattoo guy. Yeah, it was a uh, very illegal. Uh, it, because, it's illegal? Yeah, it's oh, illegal. Oh, I guess it would be. Sure. Yeah, there's no because waivers or... You can't tattoo anybody under uh, 18 okay. unless they sign a waiver. What if you're under And I was... And nobody themselves can tattoo if they're under 18. Oh, and really? Was, yeah, oh, shit, so... Huh. Oh, welcome to Korea. Yeah, you can't tattoo for like a, a Yeah. <laughs> How old are you awesome. now? 20? 18. Eighteen. <laughs> you had five years of personal tattooing under your belt. <laughs> That's a hell of a resume. Wow. Um, 18 fuck you can't even drink at home huh? no you can drink here no, oh, no here I think it's yeah. 19 I mean you can but fuck yeah, you here nobody nobody has any idea what's yeah. going on so so no infections no problem no follow-ups no parents calling you saying what the hell are you doing tattooing nope. my kid when he's drunk <laughs> I had the setup I had the uh yeah, I had this set up. There was uh, really no problems with infections. This sounds like you used like six different phones or something and nobody could get a hold of you today <laughs> yeah. if they tried to. But uh, they didn't need to because I had like, I was, I took a lot of pride into like how clean I was. Uh, Very nice. Well, that's, I mean, that's not good if you get caught and you say, hey, I'm just, I just like it and I'm, yeah. I take all the precautions and. Oh, that's awesome. So well, what about, know. what about now? Any desire to keep going or, yeah. or to get just a little bit on like a, tattoos on or? like fake skin? I don't 
probably won't do any of it myself because uh, it just hurts way too much. Mm. I don't feel like doing it. Mm. But maybe at a couple on my mom or a couple on my friend. Did you bring your kit here? No. So you do the same thing, buy the Amazon kit and start up again? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I did bring it here. I thought you made it here. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Maybe not. You the TKL. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I did bring it here. If you had it here, I'd be tempted for the inside of the finger or something. Maybe there. <laughs> inside of the finger. <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, oh, wild, man. That's uh, that's cool. What a, what a hell of a story. That's yeah, I've never interviewed a tattoo uh, a tattoo guy before. But yes. that yeah, whatever. It's good. You work. What? Uh, well, you got uh, you got oats scot-free i mean you didn't get, yeah didn't get caught. no uh, no lawsuits yeah you're all right what could they do yeah. though like a 17 year old like shut that fucking massage table down bro yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but i mean the people must have known i mean you're not in that big of a i mean even the province is tiny so yeah i mean i was uh the word well, must have been out well known inside the uh like a just like the underground like a partying scene around toro what uh, all the parties what about home Brothers, sisters, dad. What do they think about the 120-liter duffel bag? <laughs> a personal um, tattoo kit coming in and out. Going to party slash work. <laughs> dad, can I borrow your truck? I'm just going to a house party. Can I use a trailer too? I threw my back out. <laughs> uh, I don't think I... I lost contact with my dad too, actually. At around 15, 16, he moved out with his uh, stepmom. With my stepmom. Uh, sorry. And uh, my brother and my sister. Yeah. And I uh, haven't seen him since. And then I kind of kept it on the low until after then and mm. then i lived with my grandparents mm. so then after that i could uh cool so what grandpa think you're a massage therapist or what <laughs> <laughs> don't ask don't tell <laughs> he knew i did a couple tats like they they did know um and he's they saw the tats on my body too so they knew what i was up to cool it was okay with it did uh did you ever approach him <laughs> oh no hey Chris. i mean grandpa getting want to be cool that's funny, man. You wow. know what? The more man, when young kids do shit like that, my instinct is to say something like, "Oh, that's stupid. What are you doing?" But man, I think that's the wrong approach to take. You let them. You go through your phase. If it doesn't it kill you, system, yeah. oh, I, I got this. Like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, I got I, this like absolutely fucked one. And uh, no, I'm actually getting it lasered now. Okay. So hopefully, in like around four months, it'll be gone. Yeah, but that could be. Dude, you could pass that as all kinds of tribal, traditional yeah. stuff. I mean, that could be anything. Yeah. Did that on yourself? Yeah. Jesus. It was painful as shit. No shit. Anything with what were you tight what were, what were you trying to do? I was trying to get... I was actually really interested in blackout. Blackout work. And um, just tried to black on my arm. Is, the, is it true what they say that the removal is 10 times the money and 10 times the painful? Well, I guess it's free compared uh, to... Is it does it hurt more than definitely hurts more? I don't know. I can't really describe it. Like those yeah, are just burning those. The laser surgery. It's like a bzz, 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 yeah, 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 and, and it just goes through. How long does one session take? Oh, 15 minutes for this one. Yeah. Okay, so if people who are listening, that's like twenty-five centimeters long. Yeah. Yeah, maybe ten centimeters wide. Yeah. Fifteen minutes, so it just goes, brrr, and yeah. then how often do you get the the treatments or every month? One, it's monthly. Yeah, one let month. it heal, go back, yeah. and do and it. How many do you need? Oh, uh, six for this one. Six usually, and it's gone. Yeah, usually it's for oh, like uh, ten or twelve actually, but uh, this was pretty late. And it's guy was like, totally "Where'd you get this done?" Some yeah. crazy guy in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be uh, it'll be totally gone. It'll be totally faded. Yeah. What's the? 
uh, skin won't be completely healed because it'll it'll still be scarring. Oh, of course, yeah. But um, yeah, there won't be any, any marks. Wild. I thought I heard years ago that there was some dude in BC who invented like a fucking cream that you put on and it just like dissolves the shit wow, out of your tattoo. That's weird. That. I mean, dissolve your skin. Shit, my arm's gone. Look at my bone. How much does it cost? Oh, uh, my mom wouldn't tell me. My mom came in clutch. Very lucky there. Actually, it wasn't completely my decision because I kind of wanted to keep it. Yeah. And my mom looked at it when I just moved here. And we had no contact before. <laughs> yeah, really though. And then it was like, your hey, yeah, we're not to the that. gang or what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So mom said, hey, I'm mom. You're going to get that yeah. fixed up. And that's the dermatology guys or whatever. It's, Dermatologists, yeah. yeah. Well, it's probably the best, one of the best places in the world to get that stuff done. Yeah, really. I mean, I don't, I don't mean they get tattoos removed here, but they're just unreal at any kind yeah. of cosmetic yeah, skin. Yeah, anything. Anything is wild here. I got a high stick from my eye down to my nose and a whole <laughs> flap of skin. And you oh can my. see the bone on my nose here. <laughs> I went to the Wilson University Hospital because it's by the rink. And they said, yeah, we'll just put in the six or eight stitches from here to here. And I said, whatever, that's fine. Just do it. And my wife was like, no way. That's crazy. And I was like, well, what else are they going to do? Like, what do you want to do? Stay put. The guy said, well, you can wait till the morning and you can go to the plastic surgeon. And they'll put like 80 of them inside, outside, everything. And you won't be able to, you'll barely be able to tell by the time they're finished. And you probably can't see what you can see a little bit left here maybe or something, but. That's crazy. The, uh, I can barely get all, yeah. So I slept with an ice bag on my nose because <laughs> the skin was going to die. Yeah. It was just a flap of skin yeah. hanging off. Yeah. So I was That's just hoping. my wedding. I was just hoping. <laughs> <laughs> he had to give a speech at my wedding with this fucking, <laughs> this big fucking gonzo schnaz. <laughs> I was just hoping the skin didn't die because then I got a, I got a nose with no skin and then I got to do a graph or something. <laughs> so we went in the morning and I was like, dude, just tell me that skin's still alive and you can do something with it. They put in like 80 zippers, man. Like like zipper zippers, not the fake stuff. I mean, every millimeter, micrometer. Wow. All the yeah. way through here. And then a month or two later, and uh, I was putting cream on, and then I was going for like laser something after. Yeah. And then my wife and my mother-in-law said, no, you still, you look like Frankenstein. Go back. Go back. And what? What do I do? That's when they yeah. sewed his wig on. They said, <laughs> they said, tell him you just want to say A.S., do you know AS? No. After service? No. Like warranty? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like that's like their warranty here. I'm like, AS is for TVs yeah. and snow machines Washing and machines. cars. <laughs> and like, no, no, no. There's AS on your surgery. Just just go and tell them you want AS. So I would go in there and they'd send me back every week. And I'm like, okay, it's fine. It's fine. Like, no, 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 no. Dude, there's a hanger there too. If you want. Oh, no problem. Mm. Oh, thank and, you. And uh, so I went back and I just go, and they go, oh. The big foreigner for warranty on his nose. <laughs> and they lay me down and do that. And man, you can barely see it now. Yeah. But if that was in Canada, I'd have a nasty yeah, we, yeah. stick thing across here. So and you'd be the coolest guy on the block. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's different here. Yeah. <laughs> BTS is screwing me up. <laughs> you you got to get them all taken care of. So Bayer, the Russian guy from hockey now in Busan, he got a skate across here. Lost two teeth and had a big gash on his chin. And I said, you know... Bear, I don't know what your wife's like, but if, if you're concerned, like you can go to the plastic surgeon. Like, oh, I've already been, I've already been. They got them inside, outside. I'm gonna have no marks, nothing. It's yeah, really all about the great. beauty here. Yeah, I grew up in the rah 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 tough guy stuff, and yeah. you didn't care about scars. 
I had a the student, one of my kids today. I actually second time this week that someone in my class, like young kids, went like, "Teacher, you can fight in hockey." I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's part of the like someone fights every game. And this kid's like, oh, I bought NHL, like the, the video games. Like, I, I can fight. They really do that? I'm like, yeah, man. Like, they're fit. like the fighters, their faces are all banged up. And yeah. that's, it's like their, their, uh, their claim to fame. Like, you get, I don't know. I love seeing. Wasn't Dana White or someone talking about it last week or week before? Which one? Hey, it's not rugby or NFL. In the NHL, you can just beat the shit out of somebody. That's <laughs> yeah. a crazy sport. Other than MMA, I mean, there's not many places you can do that. Yeah. You know what's a crazy... I think... Dude, would you say uh, lacrosse is worse? I, don't, I, I mean, you don't see much. But the stuff that you see is Dude, is lacrosse, you just run down and it's two hands. Like, I'm carrying the, the ball or whatever. Yeah. And you just run down and just like Smash. smoke someone's arm with Jeez. that. Just a, a nice... Everyone gets two-handers all the time. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> hacking and slashing. Stepping on people with cleats and shit. Okay. Um, well, when I was intro- I was late for a class, I came to see Jeff, and he just introduced me to you, and he was going, and I think he was trying to get away because he had a class, and, yeah. and Anna introduced him because she was busy, and I was, I was like, hey, man, nice to meet you, and I'm a little bit busy. I got to run. I got a class. Um, but tell us about how you ended up here. And, and what brought you to Korea? And uh, just a little bit of the backstory. Because I think that's a really interesting story and love to hear it. I am a like, split Canadian-Korean with my mom in Canada and my dad and I, my mom in Korea and my dad in Canada. Mm. And uh, they divorced when I was six or seven. And then I just felt like, hey, what's up with my other side of my life? Because I like I'm Korean myself, but I didn't I never knew any Koreans over there besides my sister. Mm. And uh, I just knew like when I graduated, I want to come over here. Oh, that was a long time, uh, long time dream. You were uh, thinking about it for, for a couple of years. No way. A couple of years. Yeah. What uh, what piqued your interest? I mean, obviously your your mom lives here, but I mean, was there Korean influence over in uh, Nova Scotia? Did you? I mean, your your generations in with uh youtube and i mean everything's connected yeah. there's a there's the the large how do you wave sweeping across the nation apparently the world um, the world <laughs> did uh did any of that have any effect on you on you coming no not really it was uh more or less just pure pure curiosity cool so and what about you said you moved out around 15 or 16 your dad and stepmom moved out yeah is that when it was i'm living with grandma grandpa okay like, I don't I, really have much to do here, yeah. Yeah, this would be a cool time. to. Yeah. to I, I think I'd like to go, and that would be cool to check it out. Yeah, exactly. Like and you said you lived here. You said you were born in Canada and then lived here. Yeah, and then I was... back to Canada. Born in Canada for, um, I don't know what reason, actually. And then moved to Korea for the first five years, and then back to Canada for the schooling. Do you have any recollection of your time, <clears throat> your five years in Korea? No, not at all. I got a story. Not at all? Yeah. I got a no, story no. for you. What's up? Two-year-old Tay, used to you used to go uh, when your dad finished work. Yeah, you used to go to the Hagwon, and the whole place would shut down, and everyone would come up and be like, "Oh, we love you, we love you." And you were the star of the show. Dude. When I left, when I left for uh, Canada, yeah, that that I too remember something like that happening. Yeah, I think yeah, I don't know if it was two, maybe three years old, but yeah, during my during the research for this, we we found some old dad's workmates and they they said you were the you were the star of the show there at uh well at we knew a few guys that had kids and i mean Klausi, Klausi's canadian and his mm. 
His wife is South African. So his kids were, they spoke Korean. And like to see those kids in the bar and come by and say hi to everybody. And it was like, what a wild mix. And they speak Korean. They're the cutest kids. And they're like, yeah. holy shit, man. Everybody just go wild. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and now we got kids of our own, and it's the same thing. We just coos and caws over them. And the, uh, so when, when you were here, you, I mean, you, you didn't go to kindergarten in Korean or learn Korean when you were here at the beginning? Uh, I was decently fluent in Korean, actually. Oh, you were? That's what I heard in school. Uh, and I went to school, uh, kindergarten, for a couple of years. Mm. So, wow. so you don't remember a lot of that first four or five years? No, not at all. And I guess... Oh, really? Do you remember your first four or five years? <laughs> no, but I guess... One, well, <laughs> But I mean, bits. I I, I want who the sleep specialist or somebody somebody on Rogan. How how early can you get? Can you have accurate memories in your life? I got a couple of good ones. I remember eating a hamburger and falling off a fucking picnic table. How old? Four. Like I remember certain things. I don't I don't exactly remember how old it was, but of course I, I remember I playing up. hockey outside, yeah. and I definitely remember my kindergarten teachers. But oh, for sure, I don't know if you can't pinpoint the details and stuff. I, think you can I, remember, cut, a, like, I cut the bear's head off in kindergarten. <laughs> like, no, man, the teacher fucked up. She put like, <laughs> the dotted lines across his neck and then I cut the head off and she flipped out. She's like, oh, he cut the bear's head off. I was like, man, the dotted lines were on the bear. <laughs> Traumatized. <laughs> but I, kindergarten. But I, I think <laughs> like that, uh, like, who do we know who moved home? Like, I, I bet Eric's daughter. They, or at least a, uh, Oh, I, yeah. Not... I think she she understands Grim. But not Brianna. Speak. Chelsea. Yeah. No, but I bet Chelsea doesn't have many memories of Korea. No, she told me she was two. Or whatever. Yeah. If it was three or four, whoever. We know it went home at four or five. Connor. Yeah, or yeah, whoever yeah. went back. I bet they don't. Same. I think changing yeah. environments, you probably take on your new environment very mm-hmm. quickly and, and lose a lot of your your earlier memories. Mm-hmm. What was it like growing up in uh, in Nova Scotia with, I mean, being, uh, being a half kid? Was there other, I mean, Canada promotes itself as... So multicultural. Yeah, it was very there. diverse. A lot more, way, way more diverse than here. And I actually spent the first time. But yeah. in Nova Scotia, when you were young, was it diverse? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, you could see, like, people from everywhere around the world there. And um, I spent the first couple of years in Ontario for grade one and two. And then nah, 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 for yeah. actually my dad my uh, dad to do his uh, some college in uh, for forestry. Okay. Before I in Ontario and then moved back with my grandparents. What part of Ontario? Uh, Lindsay, uh, Lindsay, Kingston. Yeah, uh, North End. Uh, cool. Yeah. And then Beautiful you moved place. back with your grandparents? Yeah. And he stayed in Ontario? Oh, no. We all moved back. They moved back to Ontario. Uh, okay. So so very diverse. Was there a Korean contingency in Nova Scotia? A uh, decent amount. I barely saw any... Uh, like, I would, I would see a lot of Koreans on the street, but I just never knew any. That's why. I never... Dude, I pictured Nova Scotia just totally white fishermen. <laughs> And I know that's <laughs> that's a totally lobster fisherman. Lobster, lobster fisherman. Lobster fisherman was massive there. Yeah. And I, I've never been to the East Coast. I, I, I'd absolutely love to go. And we were talking about it again last night. Swoop and Flair. Are those the two airlines, the new ones? They fly Ottawa. I think they fly Ottawa, Montreal, Toronto to the East Coast for like 60, 70, 80 bucks. And now oh, shit. it's a very common vacation is even guys from Winnipeg. Flying out to the East Coast for five, six days because these Why these not? new two, three new budget airlines. But it's like you got to fly only on Thursdays or something. Okay, well, whatever. I'll take my vacation in November and there'll be nobody that's, there. We'll go check it that's out. That's hilarious. You just said that. Like we, you were talking about going home in the summer and that was 
one of the things like do you want to drive out drive out east i was like i'll drive there but i don't want to fucking drive back oh we were gonna we were gonna fly out this summer we were gonna fly out with everybody Mm. because it's 80 bucks 60 bucks return yes depending what day Ah. you get your flight on or what you know if you're flexible they they were cheap as can be i thought i mean you can just go there rent a car and enjoy your time like you know pete aj my brother like these guys fly out to bc for a weekend or something 50 bucks why not 60 bucks what? So, I mean, yeah, that's, man, that's that. better. I remember, like, uh, I think one of my first flights to, well, like, on my way here, I stopped in Vancouver, but that was probably 350 400 bucks to fly from Toronto to Vancouver. Fuck. That's, that's reasonable, isn't it? No? Oh, I don't know. That sounds all right. Boy, it's the, a thousand uh, to fly to Korea from there. <clears throat> yeah. or, or seven or eight hundred. When you say it's diverse, is, is that... Is there a lot of tourism out there or is it a lot of immigrants or laborers or a lot what, of immigrants who, who, yeah who's out there and uh, a decent amount of tourists too uh, Halifax is a really beautiful that, that's what place. I think I think there's a ton of people yeah. that come out there Halifax is a really beautiful place is it shocking for you to come here do you, like do you feel little sounds a big a big place yeah it was really like biggest change was seeing all the buildings like I could not see the top of the buildings like I would have my in neck Wilson? level yeah in Wilson I could have my neck level and and so in Halifax, I could have my neck level, and I could see like the top of all the buildings. Yeah. And then in and Ulsan, nah. Go to Seoul, you're gonna go like this. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> that's funny. The Chinese girl said, coming from her hometown to Busan was like, oh, I'm in the countryside. Yeah. You know, Tengtao, Tengtao, Ten Lane. Yeah. She's like, I was disappointed. It's so small here. This is New York. In Busan too. That's five times bigger here. You know. That's funny. Have you done any uh, any traveling or anything within, uh... within? Oh, you've been here a month. Never mind. Yeah, what the hell? You're lucky if you get out of Mugadong. Yeah. <laughs> so did just back to the island there. Did did you did you live outside a lot? I mean, I'm, I'm in northern Ontario from northern Ontario, and we spent a lot a lot of time outside in the outdoors. Is is that kind of your upbringing or not really? Are I you part so. of the gamer I mean, generation? Stay home and play games all day. Yeah, something like that. But yeah. we did, my grandparents did have a really nice, uh, like, one and a half, two acres of a uh, strip of land on the lake, too. So we did a decent amount of uh, water sports, and I spent, okay. my entire life was basically about skiing, yeah. Sweet. How did you, how did you learn to ski? Is Love. there big ski hills there? Is there fake oh, no. snow, real snow? What do you got? It was like an hour and a half, two hours away for the nearest, uh, like, decent ski hill. I went to Wentworth, and there was another one, Martok, but Motok was pretty terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was really lucky to have my grandparents and my parents all come together and be able to actually uh, drive me out there like every weekend. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Cool. Hour and a half, drive you there, hang out all day, wait for you to finish and drive you home? Yep. And then Holy when shit. I ended up getting a job there as like a instructing, then I uh, I ended up getting a little, like a, I remember a little hunting shack actually. Where there was no electricity, there was really nothing. It ran on a stove, and then so that's where oh. you're staying. Yeah, and me and my dad would uh, sleep in a sleeping bag. What an experience! Yeah, in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of winter. Yeah, in the middle of winter. Middle With of no nowhere. electricity. Yeah. What kind of sleeping bag did you have, dude? Oh, terrible sleeping bag. I don't know how I survived, but uh, the, <laughs> I guess the fire was decent. It was uh, it was able to like spread out. I don't know what kind of a uh, system they had, but the heat was really good at spreading. Dispersed well. Yeah, that's odd, man. That's what a, what an experience. So, so you started skiing there. Grandma, grandpa, stepmom, dad were driving you back and forth, back and forth, and then you got a job. How old are you when you got a job? Uh, thirteen. You got a ski instructor job at thirteen? Yeah, they were. Desperate for hires was an understatement. Dogs? What were you, there what were you was teaching? eleven and twelve year olds too. 
instructors or instructors and assistant instructors and same with coaches too teaching kids how to ski or like yeah teaching teaching children how to ski and same with trickster actually i knew a couple people who started at a 11 years old on teaching children how to do uh, just like the basic 360. Were, were they good? Uh, yeah. So that, that, I mean, that's what like, uh, like they're good. Who cares? Let them work. We had yeah. a really uh, like a, you do it all the way or you don't really do it at all. I was kind of in between, but uh, a lot of the people at top were competing, were able to compete internationally. Uh, and it oh, wow. was actually ended up, I knew a couple of them invited to a X Games. Uh, no, not X Games, but like a World Cup, local World Cups in, uh, cool. in, uh, in uh, Canada. But it was oh, like ten grand for like a to enter the competition. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> so hold on, take me back there. So you got a job there. Yeah. And then it was too hard to go and come. Well, that's in winter. Like, what about school? Uh, school and it was a really busy like three months of uh, of skiing and then school because I had I didn't have a break. I didn't have mm. many friends back at school for that three months because yeah. it was just school Monday Friday and then Saturday Sunday skiing and then right back to school. And then, so you'd stay in the hunting shack Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like that. Yeah. Wow. And that was right in the hill, close by. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. You bought that? Nah, it was. Uh, my dad was abandoned. Uh, <laughs> abandoned. It was, my dad was blowing it off a friend. That's awesome, man. Times like that in the in your life, man. Yeah. I mean, it might have been uncomfortable sleeping in that place, but that's something you like. That's uh, such a unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Such a unique experience, man. Oh, so how, how how what was the level of passion for the skiing stuff? Uh, I mean, were you? I'm going to the X Games, or I, I'll do anything it takes, or not like I'm going to. I had no uh, like urge to compete or anything, hmm. but it was just a. I just really really liked it. Being on the hill, yeah. Wow. Well, like not skiing in general. I stuck to more of like the rails and like um. Yeah. I would end up. <laughs> you know AJ. <laughs> AJ no. <laughs> rails rails McNally. No. Oh no. no, no. <laughs> but um and then we actually built a like a wooden slope. A wooden slope so I could take the uh, hike down, uh, hike up and then ski down to a quick little wooden wooden slope to hit a PVC pipe. Yeah. And I would uh practice on that and then you could do like spins on, spins while on, like other creative little tricks. Do you think Wild. the the guys you skied with is, was that common that they like doing tricks and not actually skiing? Yeah. Because when I look at the guys in the Olympics and the X Games, I think these guys don't like just going for a, a ride down the hill. Like, oh god, no! They, they don't wanna, know how. They don't know how. They just want to do <laughs> this crazy shit. I mean, they're not. They're not going for a Sunday ski or something. Man. Is that nah. was that accurate or most of the pro skiers? Actually, I haven't been in the industry for that for a couple of years actually. Yeah. But um, most of the skiers didn't know how to ski in general. And then it was actually a pretty big problem when they started uh, started uh, putting the marks down on like how good you are able to ski in between the features. And ah, then, that became part of the part yeah, of the They were just crazy. And then people, <laughs> people started learning how to uh, ski themselves, yeah. Wow, that's cool. So what, what did you learn while you were teaching or what were some of the takeaways. challenges or takeaways or... Oh man! Did you have any crazy kids, or did you have any crazy parents who didn't trust you, or it was anybody really, break a leg? Really difficult back in uh, the first couple of years, just assistant instructing, because it was more or less just babysitting in negative thirty degree weather for two or three year olds. It was <laughs> two and three year olds. Yeah, two, three, maybe five year olds, but it was absolute babysitting. What are two and three year olds? Just so that parents could go ski. And then I could uh, uh, watch him. Uh, and then I would watch him. Yeah. We call that hog one. Yeah. Huh? Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 So that's how 10 and 11 and 12, it's like ba- a babysitting course. Yeah. You, 
Not really babysitting course because I did have to teach them. Yeah, but a but, lot, and but, they ended up uh, progressing a lot through the uh, through the course. Right, and they pro- they progressed actually like a decent amount. They could. But I think you do at that themselves. age, right? Like yeah. I, I think that's when you can, when you learn. You fall, just get up, get up. Like yeah. when I get these kids coming out to hockey practice, once they're nine and ten years old, and they're like, oh, I'm, uh, "I fell down," I'm like, get up, dude. Yeah. But when we get the five year olds out there, they're just. <laughs> Down, up, down, up, down, up, and they just figure it out. Yeah, they're they're more resilient, maybe. The, uh, Closer to the ground. <laughs> could be. Oh, that's a that's a good one. I want to go skiing and drop my kids off here. <laughs> See you later. Good luck, buddy. What what was it like uh, leading up to to high school graduation? Were, were you so excited to come here, or were you counting down like, you know, we count down on the way home from you know a couple months out. Or uh, when we're going to the Philippines or something, we always got the countdown on. Were you counting down from a year out or a week out, or were you really pumped to come, or kind of like? Yeah, yeah, pretty pumped to come, and um, it was really difficult for me because <laughs> I uh, I ended up. Uh, it was really weird because I couldn't for COVID. I couldn't come without a uh, Korean passport and like live here because it wouldn't have been a and like stay here without a Korean passport. Mm. But luckily, because I they had, weren't taking international students. Yeah, I don't think so. I had a dual citizenship and still have like until I'm 22, 23, and uh, I just oh, didn't have my. Uh, I couldn't re- renew my uh, Korean passport. Okay, and it took like a year to get the paperwork done. Okay, okay. How so? You you had your Korean passport from when you lived here when you were younger. Yeah, and then you didn't renew it. No. After so, your mom came back when you were five or six. You said. Yeah. Came back to Korea. Yep. And so then you wouldn't have renewed your passport after that? No. So how did you start that process? My mom did. My mom did like a lot of everything for me. And she just filled out the paperwork from her registration of me being still in Korea. Mm-hmm. And then being able to send the uh, the people to Nova Scotia at the embassy here. I mean, at the embassy in Nova Scotia. And then I was able There's to just... There's an embassy in Nova Scotia? Well, I don't know what embassy. Um... Ottawa probably, but... Or Toronto. Oh, no, yeah, Ottawa. They, came, yeah. Yeah, they Toronto, ended so. up uh, visiting yeah. uh, New Brunswick. And then that's when I got to ah, like like they're the doing Canadian here. Embassy. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, down yeah. in Jeju this week. And then so how when did you start planning? That you said you said around fifteen or sixteen, around fifteen, sixteen, maybe seventeen actually. So you said you didn't, you weren't in touch with your mom for eight years. Eight years. Eight years. Yeah. And how did you decide to reach out and try and get in touch with her? Hey, Ma. <laughs> yeah. so did you always hey, by the way. did you always have her information and just didn't contact her or you actually had to go through a bit of a hunt to find to find her not much of a hunt because my grandma was still kind of in contact with her but not really she still had her information and i just took it from her and was like hey i want to come oh cool ah so it was just you just lost contact and she wasn't reaching out you weren't and yeah. then but that makes it a lot easier if it's hey grandma give me the stuff and i'm just i'm ready to phone yeah so what was that like must have been nervous as hell. Um, didn't really start off with founding, just with a quick text, and then it was yeah, it was ah, pretty easy from there. Different, yeah. different era, it was eh? Really, it's awesome. pretty easy. Send a little feeler, see see what's going on. Yeah. Hey, what's up? <laughs> hey, mom! Holy shit! You must have made her day. Yeah, that's wild. So you started texting, and then what? You just said, "I want to come," and she said, "Yeah." And then buddy, buddy. we started trying to um, not not even buddy buddy. We're just we're still like getting uh, more used to each other. Okay, but um. Yeah, close and closed it for the past um, three months or so. Wow. So that was that was from a couple of years before you came, and so she had started the paperwork, and and so that this was kind of like the well, the top of the mountain. 
Yeah. I mean, coming was uh, you, this was a long time in the making. Yeah, yeah. we have a similar situation with not talking uh, talking to your mom for a long time. But do you think you missed out on uh, on anything uh, growing up without without mom? Uh, nothing that I could have. Uh, nothing that I realized. Like mm. she was just absent, and yeah. I have uh, no memory of her. And yeah. I mean, I did have a stepmom for a couple years. Uh, for most of my life, actually, yeah. Oh, cool. But it was still kind of weird not having like a not having my birth mother around or meeting my stepmom at like eight or yeah, maybe like ten ish. Cool. When you met your stepmom? Yeah, maybe ten. Uh, in uh, grade one and two, when I met my stepmom. Do you, are you old enough yet to realize how? cool your dad is <laughs> what do you mean and how i would just i don't know like i think it's more common for a dad to to walk out and leave oh in, in yeah. or and leave a family or or the dad to be absent but for a dad to double down and really be like all right i'm taking these kids you know yep. and yeah that's as you get older i think you'll realize that um, um, did you, if you hear, haven't did yeah. you hear his he's in a similar situation yeah yeah, yeah. gino came here and yeah, <laughs> yeah it was pretty cool yeah you'll develop more respect and i mean it, i think more so when you have your own kids and you're yeah. like wow fucking kids are a huge pain in the ass yeah. <laughs> just knowing that he uh that he uh he did it for you man that's awesome but you're you're putting the pieces back together that's awesome so yeah. sorry back to so so you started building up with mom there and i'm just i'm just curious what is it what is it like as you as you progress like you have this idea i want to go i reach out she says okay cool let's try is there ever any time where you go uh, maybe I don't want to do this or mom doesn't seem as cool as I thought she might be or any cold feet a- any yeah any time you thought maybe this isn't a good idea uh not really like a good idea I never had any regrets coming here like I always thought it was a pretty good idea and um I mean like I always had like a couple fights like uh with my mom so far but like really nothing That's just like normal shit yeah couple. just Man, that was like one week <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, nothing, nothing crazy that would have turned you off from, holy shit, I should reconsider. No. And you, uh, you said you want to stay here indefinitely. Yeah. I felt, I didn't feel that before you had that feeling before, before coming, you're like, fuck it. I'm coming here and just hang out and see what, see what we can do. Yeah. Is that because work at home is, is limited? Like I had that feeling probably three, four months, but probably even less than that. But, but it was definitely after arriving. I originally, everyone came here just for a year. And then you're mm-hmm. like, this place is pretty cool. You know, <laughs> yeah. I can I, I can see where, you know, kind of a, a, a path that I can carve for myself here. Um, what's the reason that you've said you're going to, or that you've decided to stay indefinitely? Is it like lack of opportunity at home, more opportunity here? Yeah, exactly. Something new, something There was cool a or? lot more, it's more, just a lot more opportunities in, in uh, Ulsan or than Halifax. Yeah, but what? Why not Toronto? Toronto. Yeah, Toronto. But I mean, that's the obvious. My parents were like, "My parents were like, why don't you go to Europe?" I was like, you get eight why not million dollars. Sounds crazy. crazy. Let's go. Why not? I like Toronto. The Leafs are going to win this year, but <laughs> but, but why? I mean, Snickernut. <laughs> my mom's here. That was the that was like driving force. Yeah. yeah. How how long did it take? Like, did you guys? You said you started text, and then do you start video chatting right away? Or no, not really. I mean, we still don't really talk that much. I'm. Myself was pretty like a laid back, nonchalant. Uh, don't really care. I don't really talk much, even with my family back at home. Mm. And um, so, probably, still kind of the yeah, feeling out. Not even like like I'm just the type of person to not talk that much. Yeah, mm. I think it may it might even be the the relationship might develop into more like friendship. Yeah, into more of just like you know 
biologically or my mom, but maybe it might be more of a, it might turn into more of a friendship, um, a friendship thing. But so, what was it like when you graduated? And then you you had a ticket, and you were did you leave right after you graduated? Must be pretty close. No, it took a year to get your visa. Oh yeah, actually, I was planning to leave. Yeah, I thought I uh, started that much prior to. Uh, yeah, coming. I started at a beginning a year, a year and a half ago, yeah. and I ended up graduating early to come here. But then it worked out that I didn't actually have to graduate early. Uh, I ended up cramming like all of my uh, like four classes instead of two for the semester, two for the semester, and then two for the final final semester. Yeah. And then I put all four into like the first semester, and then you are Korean, it, <laughs> <laughs> and then it didn't really add up because uh, by the time I got my visa, I mean by the time I got my uh, citizenship and paperwork all worked out, then it was it was already too late. Uh, what uh, you've come here? What are buddies doing at home? What do I mean? What's the when I graduated? It was like policing or finance or teaching. Lobster fishing. Is it? <laughs> if there was a. What's the what's the push at home or what's the cool thing to do? Is it? Are we so trades. old? It's like trades. Trades, yeah. Like uh, yeah. plumbing, uh, carpenter yeah. or electrician. electrician yeah. yeah, yeah, those Stuff are like huge. That. I tell some of my students hmm. here like older students you know adult yeah. students like i have friends at home that make huge money yeah do being a, a plumber we're just building houses yeah huge huge yeah, huge insane. cash man and it's uh you know you you can work for cash on the side you got your your stable work during the during the week it's awesome man and that stuff is very i think underappreciated and underpaid here yeah you can get dudes to come in and fix anything in your house custom so uh you said you had not much memory or recollection of being here what were your first impressions you you arrived in seoul yeah i arrived in seoul and then bus train down fly down down here what um, what were your first impressions impressions. on arrival i just really saw like a bustling city like a much more like a larger city than in halifax because halifax wasn't really a city but i mean this train is faster like (laughs) <laughs> I mean, the Via Rail doesn't go very fast, <laughs> but uh, I mean, if you're on the KTX, I mean, you're flying through yeah. the countryside. Um, but what about landscape, uh, people, architecture, food? Uh, so you I came always, when did, you came middle of summer. Yeah, middle of summer. It's it was deadly. Falls here. Deadly. Like you would have melted half. You would have that tattoo did tattoo didn't melt. Away. <laughs> it's, it's so hot. Fuck a laser surgery. I'll put my arm on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, it was it was a uh, it was just different as all. Like seeing all the different signs, like especially with a lot more signs and a different in a different language too. Yeah. So How would you say lots of culture shock or no? Not that much. Are you uh are you adjusting to food? Food's uh, no problem. I always love the food. Oh, yeah? Like uh, in um, even in uh, Canada, Nova Scotia, I would try to find all the little Korean uh, Korean food. And I used to make uh, dabuki uh, by myself. I used to take the uh, rice cakes and the uh, fish cakes and uh, like the whatever sauce they gave me. Yeah. And then just put them all in a pot and. Oh no shit! That's awesome. Like that's uh, that's all of, that's that's my easily my favorite food now that I'm here. I had it this. <laughs> <laughs> I already had it twice today and like countless countless times. Oh here, you the duck. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. So Those are for you, man. Snacks, <laughs> You're laughing, man. You have you tried these yet? Oh yeah. The duck <laughs> snacks. Yeah, yeah. He's got the monthly subscription. <laughs> Dude, the the hottest food I've ever eaten here was duck bokey. Yeah, like I almost like I, shit your pants I, on. 
I I love the uh, I love hot sauce and um, the hot stuff. Yeah. Oh, there's some oh, good stuff here, dude. The old I, I, Buldak. We used to go for Buldak yeah. every Tuesday or Thursday. Three thousand cc pitcher of beer, and uh, right, yeah. some cc and uh, and two cheesy Buldaks. Wow. And tomorrow you just be running to the can, man. Oh, was, yeah, you get that. It was wild. Burning ring of fire, <laughs> down, down, down. No, but the uh, the tteokbokki man. I ordered it one time, and the girl, the girls I was working with, like, you can't eat the spicy one. Trust us. I'm like, yeah. I'm, and that's like a mm-hmm. challenge, right? Yeah. And then you order it, and the first five bites, you're like, oh, this is fine. And then like you yeah, get in the it middle, and it's you. super yeah. saucy. And you're like, holy shit, dude! It was like, <laughs> oh god, I still. It was. I don't think it wasn't like eating like a ghost pepper or something like that, but it was just like a culmination of like all of this spice or something that just it just amplified every yeah. every bite i was taking man fuck but i was so That's hungry so poor. With the, we used to chase him with ice cold beers it didn't oh, kill it like as soon as the beer was, it was gone noon. it was on fire it was just, yeah so you drink beer so fast just oh. to kill the heat in your mouth but it was so good good lord what uh did you have any time to settle in before you started at the college or no yeah a couple of weeks and what what was oh. that period like i mean you're out in Anyang, it's kind of Kind of out of the city a little bit. I actually, oh yeah, I spent the first week in a, because my mom just moved to Anyang, and for the first week I lived here, I lived in the center of Ulsan. I had a, uh, a little apartment there. In the center of Ulsan? In the center of Ulsan, yeah. By yourself or with your mom? With my mom. Uh, and, uh, oh, I don't know where it was. I can't remember. Samsung <laughs> <laughs> would be pretty central, no? <laughs> Mugo? Oh, I, anything would seem central yeah. compared to Anyang. I mean, yeah, Mugo would so, seem central. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. So, but part of the city anyways. Mm. So what was that like? That must have been interesting exploring, walking yeah, it was, around. It was actually the biggest convenience for me was actually having access to like a convenience store like that you could walk to because in uh, where I lived, it was an hour and a half walk to the nearest bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> People don't understand that. Here. Jean-Marc yeah. just talked about this last night with, uh, with a couple of the American girls and he was saying stuff like that and he's like, you can't walk anywhere because it's just so damn far. But yeah. People laugh when I say like, if you want like something from the convenience store like you gotta like scrape the ice off your window <laughs> start your car wait 10 minutes shovel the driveway yeah. and then drive there <laughs> yeah but even the old corner i mean there used to be corner stores for us now they're actually convenient but the corner stores i mean they didn't have what you got now like these are actually convenient yeah. i mean you can yeah it was, you can yeah, do anything, anything yeah, like slushies I mean. and titty magazines no <laughs> <It's> like thunder <laughs> bay at the corner store there's five cent candies and onions and potatoes and milk and Pop and uh, Korean stores. We had the slushies and, and titty magazines. <laughs> yeah, once we once we moved to the city, it was kind of there was those at at a Seven Eleven or something. But that's not what we had when I was. I'm not that old, but geez, we just had corner Mister John's Corner Store. It wasn't a franchise or anything. Yeah, the, the convenience stores here, are, you you can get anything. They even sell. What are you going to say? Kubasa, kobasa, kubasi. Yeah, like anything. The, kubasa. Uh, they, they sell everything, man. It's wild. Johnny Kubasa. The uh, so you had a week in the city and then you moved out out to the countryside there, and now now you got a bus pass or something back and forth. Or? Yeah. Oh no, I just bus there and back. But, oh, you live in Onyang now? Yeah. So you bus yeah. into school every day. Uh, actually, my mom has a uh, has a um, chauffeur. <laughs> <laughs> my mom has a, a sandwich store, like a self serve sandwich store that she opens up every morning. So on the way, it's right next to the school. Oh really? That's like a Muin. Kage? Like uh, no worker, you just go in. Yeah, exactly. And then on the way, she'll just drop me off at school, and then I'll take the uh, bus home. 
Uh, so she comes in to open up the store in the morning. Yeah. And drops you off, and then yeah. What is it? A self like movie like the Moon Print Shop or the Moon Coffee Shop. Yeah, have you ever seen a sandwich shop? Yeah. Oh, neither have I, but I understand the concept oh. of it. What kind of semis? The main ones were like triangles, and then they were like triple stacked, and then you could open like uh, ham and cheese or yeah, like ham and cheese or like uh, yeah, anything like, like that. three, four bucks. The like stuff you find be... in the convenience store. Yeah, is that Except wild to, still, to you? Coming yeah, from Canada. Yeah, like, mom. What do you mean? There's no worker. Yeah, people just come in and buy it. They don't yeah. just come in and steal your sandwiches. Yeah. So that the college or uni students go there and buy their lunch or whatever, and she just goes and reloads it in the morning. No, it's a little far away. It's like um. It's like on the main street. You know uh, the Royal Duke? Royal Duke? Yeah, the Royal Duke. It's like right next to there. Royal Duke? That's the apartment. Yeah. Oh, that's the new one, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, in maybe Anya? not. No, no in, in a... Mobidon, by the college. Yeah. Oh, that's just over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I know. Uh, I don't know. That's, yeah. That's, that's and then on, um, two minutes from here. on uh, Wednesdays and Fridays, I started out with uh, Monday to Friday, but I couldn't keep up with, uh, couldn't keep up with school. Yeah. So And I work at a uh, Hagwon. I work as like a pronunciation corrector, like an assistant teacher. Cool. A pronunciation corrector. Yeah. So that sounds like a head teacher job. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard anyone call it a pronunciation corrector. So you're working at a hog one already. Yeah. Good for you. Get a little extra scratch on the side. Yeah. What's life like in Onion? It's actually like really big compared to the Halifax, at least. <laughs> it's still really big. Really? Um, yeah. Like I can, Shit. like you can. Are you writing the town? No, not right in the town. Like I'm on the edge of town. Yeah. And it's a, it's like a pretty massive town. How far? Pretty massive town. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, like, you, like people from Seoul look at, <laughs> look at Ulsan and they're like, yeah. you guys are farmers. Yeah. And, and then, then people in Ulsan look at Anyang people are like, you guys are farmers. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, they're like, not farmers, but like super countryside, you know? Yeah. That's funny. But uh, yeah, coming from. I got a Scotia, place but... out by the, behind the KTX station. And uh, so we're out there on the weekends quite a bit, but I'm like, man, you can't just walk to the convenience store. You gotta, you gotta drive everywhere, yeah. and it's not really. I mean, the closest thing is the KTX station, the Seven Eleven in there, whatever. That's the closest place. But uh, now with the convention center, now there's more more places opening up and stuff. But when I go into town, I'm like, yeah, this it's not small. I mean, there's. There's the big highway going through. You got yeah. Mega Mart, and there's all the stores and the, <laughs> all the shops and the walk, the big market. So yeah, wild. It is, it is pretty big. I mean, if you think of Saskatchewan, I don't know what Nova Scotia is like, but in Saskatchewan, that would be a big town. Does so. uh, Does your dad ever tell you old Korea stories? Oh yeah, I, I remember. I remember him telling me some, but I don't remember the actual stories. Yeah. <laughs> That's I bet he's got some. Yeah. He he was here what? Oh yeah, he was here a while. Like two when would he oh, have Oh a lot more than oh like two thousand year two thousand? Like when do you know when he first came? <clears throat> I think the year two thousand, yeah. Probably around the world. Maybe a little bit earlier. Yeah. A tiny bit earlier. So he's he's why I mean probably one of the early guys here. I think like Jeffy's probably here longest, close to and it was like night we know guys from like ninety seven. Uh, teachers who are still here so he yeah. must have been part of that uh, part of that first batch and Ulsan's changed significantly since I've been here and I think I caught the tail end of what they called the wild west and they said it was <laughs> used to be wild here man it used to be crazy no rules <laughs> yeah it's a lot it's a lot different now pronunciation teachers never used to have those <laughs> yeah how long did it take you to get a job uh, a couple weeks and it was actually it was weird because <laughs> on my mom's first day of work she just brought me in with her and then the people at Hogman were like hey we need a native speaker 
We didn't <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Um, Where the hog ones are in the same building or something? Or Yeah, no, we work on the same, we still work on the same floor. Like, of um, my mom working as like the main teacher, uh, sorry, like a teacher. Oh, your mom's working there too. Yeah. Oh, perfect. And then on her first day of work, she brought me in with her. And then it's <laughs> nice. just like, hey, yeah, we need a, need a speaker for our first, uh, for our first uh, couple of classes. I mean, cool. Yeah. So she's got the sandwich shop. She's working and she's doing a master's. Yeah. Holy shit. She's Korean. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> Was there anything? Had is there anything that surprised you when you came here? Did I, I don't know how much you guys would have talked about or not that like your mom moved on or I mean did she get remarried or kids or like, was there anything that really surprised you or shocked you or was it just kind of easy to just join in and hey this is easy yeah it was pretty easy um Smooth transition. i think the only thing that shocked me and still shocks me is that there's a there's a blue uh the blue foam stuff on the doors on the car doors oh, the car doors yeah yeah the no, to, no, to no, protect no. the uh like that's that's wild to me <laughs> Oh, what is it? That's to prevent people banging your doors. Yeah, I don't know. My my kids, my, <laughs> my kids. Yeah, should have like fifty of those things. Then the uh, but I see guys that put like inflatables on the side of their cars, Whoa. and they put oh, things that cool noodles, things, like cool noodles. Yeah, and things that hang on their their windows or their door handles. Like it, it's like a, a foamy that goes all the way down the side. Yeah, that's why I don't. I've seen some cars. funny ones. I just. Man, I can't. Oh my god! People used to knock my motorcycle over twice a year and just drive away. You get enough work, they damn. Oh, <laughs> pick it up and it doesn't work. Like people ding the shit out of my car, and I just ah, it doesn't it doesn't ruin my day. So you you come in, you're in school, you get a job, you got mom here. Probably a lot easier than some other guys who just fly in off uh, yeah. off the plane and don't know anything or have anyone or any reference or anything. Yeah. What is it like working? Because the work experiences most foreigners get here are a lot different than home. There's usually some big eye openers. Nothing, nothing that I've noticed yet. Do you think your ski instructor stuff helped you out in the classroom here? Yeah, definitely. Just with helping out with kids. But I mean, Corrales. most guys coming here are coming out of four years of drinking in university. I don't mean maybe not most. Yeah. I don't. But I think, I mean, when I, yeah, came, I think probably when, most, yeah. when I came, it was like, <laughs> you're partying for four or five years. It was just to come here. It's like kindergarten cop. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you're a little bit younger than the teachers who come and you had experience teaching. That would, that would be a world of difference for sure. And how do you like work? Um, not bad. It's pretty nice. Just actually working uh, two and a half hours of, uh, of uh, Monday and Friday. And it's pretty easy just two, having the Monday to Friday or Monday and Friday. Monday and Friday. Beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's little extra really scratch. And, yeah. Uh, How do you like it? Like, do would you do more work? I could. There's yeah. lots of jobs. Yeah, I could. Yeah, definitely. Like, progress more as a teacher. How? And like, how? How do they? What is it called? A gyopo? What is it? Gyopo American? Korean. Cor- Native. No, no. Wait a minute. And at, so I'm, I'm just wondering, like, how if you biological have, Korean, if you have a Korean product. passport and a Canadian, but like, I'm just wondering how they would treat you how they would go about that if they found out mm-hmm. you're Korean like because the, well, they know the, his mom. the gyopos yeah. no I mean in a, in, a, in, other, in the job environment in general yeah. they they tend to want to pay you less if you're Korean and I think unfortunately but, it's, but this, yeah, is what, this is what I mean like if they ask you if you look sorry if you look Korean if you're if you're full Korean if you're was that ethnically Korean if yeah. you're ethnically Korean you look Korean that's less attractive to yeah to moms they, I would like to think that's credit your 20 years in America. Like you're not American. No, no, I've been in America 20 years. I'm 
image. I'm, I'm American. No, you're it's the Korean. Korean. I'd like to think that that's and they, they pay you less, now. and they don't they don't want to hire you as a foreigner. Is that changed? Weird. They want to hire you as a Korean and pay you Korean and make you work Korean hours, and which is much 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 different. Like the the foreigners at Lena School, Georgian these guys. I mean, they have decent hours, much higher pay. Korean teachers are on the bus at seven thirty in the morning, eight in the morning. They're picking up kids on the bus, and they don't go home till seven or eight. Nine, yeah. ten. But I mean, you're. It's a. It's a completely different job. You're coming from abroad yeah. to as a super air quote specialist. Our language opens up at like one or two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The yeah. uh yeah, my my daughter's daycare. But I just wonder if you're navigating in in the future there. It's, I mean, just always say you're Canadian and and don't know anything about Korea. <laughs> because once they once they get that, then that's a bargaining chip for them. Well, if the parents find out, they're, you know, they're going to say you're not really a foreigner, this, that. But They're a smart guy. Don't, uh, it's, it's baloney. Yeah, I do try to keep my age like an 18-year-old teaching children uh, on like the low. You, just, they don't you know can make up everything. Yeah. Them, you you tell them anything you Dude, want. Dude, all the... <laughs> I've, I've worked with like... Uh, in, in several hogwans and I remember like meeting the one guy in like 2007 2008 and he that's when Park Ji Sung was super popular Korean soccer player and he uh, this guy used to go and I graduated from Manchester and everyone's like oh really yeah yeah and then two years later like and when I was at Oregon like in the in America I was like bro how much fucking schooling do you have you you got fifteen degrees, and he would. In his, his story would change. So yeah, everyone's uh, everyone's got a little extra. I had a, a extra I had a, an old student, and he was from Uzbekistan. So and he and he had a a long, what would seem awkward or weird name. Um, oh, I not, think I know not, him. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Not not John Brown, or you know. So, but he couldn't get work, and uh, so he was smart, and he made a new name. I mean, he changed his name on Facebook. And then when he started replying to those ads, he started getting much more return like feedback. East, East Marshall. Yeah, I swear to God. I and, now, and now his name is like Bob. And now he's a full American. I'm Bob. I'm New East Marshall. Yeah, yeah. yeah East Marshall. So, well, yeah, these guys just change their names. And it's it's crazy. Like, if I use my real name, nobody will give me a job. If I change my name to John Smith, it doesn't matter. Your name's John Smith, so you got to be an English teacher. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they don't even bother looking if you got six other names on there or anything. So, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting this, the, whole, the way the whole system works here. So the plan is one year or, sorry, six months in the language track yeah. and then get into university. Get into college, college. as a global business major. In hopes of in, uh, what? Graduating for the two years in college. And then whichever later I do, I don't know, no idea. <laughs> I got two years to figure. Work, working, living in Korea. Yeah, working, living that. in Korea, and then graduating, and then still, I guess, figuring what to do. So, do you think you're here for life, maybe, or not for life? I mean, like, I'd like to, I'd love to move back to Canada, and then like other places, Europe, probably. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Pick any any idea what you like to do? No, no idea. Nothing yet. No, nothing. I mean, it must be a pretty, pretty blank canvas. Just yeah. coming to Korea in the middle. What uh, I, I love when dude, parents ask their kids like, "What do you want to do?" Kids are like eight, nine. Like, my kids, their parents will tell me like, "My kid's got no dreams." Like he's nine, he's nine. Literally, he doesn't yeah. know anything. My mom wanted to be. My mom wanted to be. Yeah, I remember my mom telling me to be a doctor for like a solid couple of years. Oh yeah. yeah. When you were when I was little, little. little. Yeah. 
every kid in Korea was going to be there. Very yeah. Korean. The, oh, that's changed now. That's changed. It's not doctor and lawyer yeah. anymore. It's, dude, do you know the, yeah. the dream now? No. What is it? Fucking building owner. I want to oh, own a Jesus. building. Oh. Like, Stock dude, investor. Yeah. yeah. Eight-year-old yeah. kids. Jimmy, what's your dream? You want to be an astronaut? Like no, that. I want to own a building. I want to rent my building out. <laughs> oh my god, that's hey, that, whatever. Well, there's going to be lots of buildings to rent because there's no people here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's no, there's no, uh, no people being born, so there'll be lots of buildings, no problem. <laughs> what? Uh, no, there's one. Born. Too many blue, uh, blue bumpers there. <laughs> there's no banging. That's what I'm saying. One deterrent to, uh, <laughs> one deterrent to the the whole progression there is the army. How does that? I, I mean, I would love. If you went to the army, you got to come back and tell us. <laughs> We've had a couple guys kind of get, but I would love to hear what the hell someone from home would think about the army here. But yeah. do you have intention of going or like I thought once you get of age, they start harassing you. You got to come. You got to come. But you don't actually have to go until 30, I believe. Right. I think you don't have to go on. Like, you have to go before you're 30. But I don't know if you have to have a valid excuse to not go before that. Yeah. I. Think and is that what you're planning to do? Just like you need to stay have like eight years and then. Go somewhere else and say I'm not Korean anymore, and I got my fun out of Korea, and now I'm in Europe. Or um, yeah, I think you do definitely need a university degree to like extend that uh, donation until you get to the army. But I think once you once like uh, since I am a Korean citizen, yeah. if I need to keep that, if I want to keep that, then I'll probably have to. Uh, oh, you have to. For, yeah, for the two years. Otherwise, like I, I imagine they'll start bugging you right away. Who who got oh, no, What? Because they didn't speak. No, someone was saying they they pretended they didn't speak. Someone pretended they're like, yeah, we just pretended I didn't I didn't speak Korean very well. Oh no, no, maybe they had. Uh, I I remember who it was. I won't say it here, but they. Uh, but he said I think he had. Uh, was it him? Yeah. But he, uh, anyways, he. I think he's trying to say, oh, my language isn't good enough, and I'm, I'm, you know, yeah. gonna gonna try and avoid it. But no, there, there's ah, every, everyone's trying to find. They spend harder trying to find ways around it than just going and doing it. I mean, it used to be thirty six months. It used to even be longer, but then then it changed to twenty four, and now was eighteen, sixteen? Yeah, I thought it was eighteen, fourteen, maybe. It's I, not. Uh, it's not anywhere nearly as as bad as it was before. But my understanding is they'll they'll start. You'll get your like all my students at the university. They they say, hey, professor, I can't come next week. I have to go for my physical. I have to go. They're all first year students. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you're out of high school, the calls start coming. I don't know if you're in the system yet, or if they find you, or whatever. But then, like all first year students. They, you do a semester and then you go to army and come back and finish your mm-hmm. finish your uni. You get your feet well, wet in uni and then yeah, or a year, lots do a year. But some leave like the end of first semester, end of second semester. They just disappear. And like, where did Jamin go? He went to the army. Why did he stay for like twelve weeks of the semester? He could have just <laughs> done three or four more. But it depends. Like some of them go in Katusa, some of them go for the navy, and for those ones, you have to just go when they say. What's a Katusa? The American Korean ah, okay, like okay. translating guys. Are, there's I a pool. They just pick. Once you qualify, they just like randomly pick out a hundred guys, or, or and you work with the American Army. Mm-hmm. So these are guys that are usually good in both languages. Yeah. So their jobs are like to liaise between or, or work with the American soldiers, and that's why English is important. Are you on Ulsan Online by any chance? No. Okay, check it. Are, are you on Facebook or is that is that really old shit? Yeah, it's pretty old shit for me. Oh. <laughs> Oh, Nate, we're not relevant anymore. He's on Donald Trump's one there. What's yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there was a there's a guy who posted a job a few days ago for ten bucks an hour, which is huh? Uh, someone po- you didn't see that? No, dude. Someone posted a job for a chudo. Like oh, he got rocked. Like that. That's a 
like that's what you make at McDonald's, right? Yeah. So he offered a job for native speakers at, at ten bucks an hour, <laughs> and everyone's like, "That's crazy! That's crazy!" So I'm like, "Who is this guy?" I clicked on his profile, <laughs> dude. Check this picture. This is his army picture. If North Korea comes, we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the army picture, <laughs> dude. North Korea comes and sees this shit. Oh, oh come my on. lord! Yeah. Good lord, dude. The, wow. Like just for people listening, like there's. There's dudes laying down with like a QT mini mouse ball no, in his hair, holding a bouquet so, of flowers. So I imagine, you, I mean, I imagine you have to go, but you don't speak Korean, so yeah. you so you won't like that. You won't be allowed to go. So I wonder if you just get exempted, or if you have to do one of like the voluntary things. Sometimes they go for vol. They have to do like a voluntary. I this. have yeah. I've stood clear of the army so far. The, With uh, like no knowledge, uh, no knowledge of it so far. Yeah. Not until they hit me up. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what's better if it's if it's wait till they hit me up or be proactive, go right away and say, yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, I mean, if they get you, if they get you in six months when your Korean's good enough, mm-hmm. you're gonna take a degree. Hey, you're good enough to come to the army. Yeah, that's probably still not good enough to go. I'm sure it's not. You probably need level four or five. Uh-huh. And uh, but I. <laughs> Do we know anyone in his situation? That's why that was cool. I, I, I don't think I've ever come across anyone in your situation like that. So I, 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 I'm really, people move yeah. back I'm really curious to, to find out what'll... Yeah, what'll happen. I mean, they'll contact you for sure, and then yeah. you'll go in for your thing and say, I don't know any Koreans or anybody. <laughs> yeah. They'll say, well, what are you doing here? Okay, I, you're free. Go home. See you later. Or you got to do a voluntary thing. I don't know. Anyways, it'd be interesting. I got uh, I got side, uh, side question for you. Growing up, what kind of tunes did your dad expose you to? And what kind of music do you listen to now? Uh, oh, man. Yeah. What did you, what did you listen a, to growing yeah, up? Yeah, so far, it's been strictly rap. All those all those oh, long all, all those oh, long man. drives, what, uh, what's on in the car? KRS-One. Okay. Tupac, uh, Biggie. That's what I listened to when I was growing yeah. up. <laughs> How long did those guys last for? Yeah, a lot, of the, uh, a lot of old school rap. And then, for me, it's progressed into some new school. Like, whatever. Cool. Whatever's dropping now, yeah. Very nice. Rap. No uh, no Canadian rock no. in the in the canon there? Nah. No tragically hip? Nah. None of the uh we're old. <laughs> what's that band out there? Out east? The trues? What are those Bal Great Big Sea? Yeah. Are they from out that way? They might be East Coast, yeah. That great what are the what is that called? Celtic music? Dude. They were huge in like ninety four. Yeah, but that's the kind of but that that was yeah. That came to us as like East Coast music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's that's the kind of music they they had out there. But is that stuff not that's foot foot stomping music? I uh, know uh, all of all of everybody I knew listened to uh, new school American rap. Oh, okay, whatever okay. is from uh, L.A., New York, Atlanta, Chicago. Who's, who's new school rap? Who's considered oh, Travis Scott, uh, Young Thug, Lil something? Yeah, little yeah, Lil Uzi. Um, Little Uzi Vert? Yeah, Little Uzi Vert. Fucking $18 million diamond stuck in his head. That guy? Yeah, exactly that guy. Is that a real thing? Yeah. I told my story oh, about that. Oh, oh, I was just waiting for it to get ripped out of once he stage dived. It did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so really? on. Yeah. Dude, I brought that he up. He stage dived and, hit, uh, and so on. It got ripped out, but he somehow found it. Yeah. I told that to my students in class because I seen it in a, in a newspaper article and I was like, I don't fully believe this, but that's a real thing. Like, yeah. He has... He had just like how how much does it cost? $8 oh, twenty four million. Oh, twenty four. Yeah, million. I thought it was twenty four million. He, he, it was like his biggest purchase that he was paying off for like 
Oh my so god. Long. Who are the guys with the diamond teeth that were on all of them? Everybody, yeah. No, Jake. Pa- <laughs> There's guys with full diamond grills. No, yeah. these are two You're talking island about... boys or something. Oh. oh yeah, island boys. I are they rappers? Yeah, they're rappers. Or, or they're, just they're trying to be rappers or something like that. The weirdest looking people I've ever seen. Have you ever heard them talk? I, they, met, they were on. They, the, were, on they were on one of the Paul brothers shows, and he had the real diamond tester or something, and he was testing the guy's teeth. They're like, "Holy shit, they're all real, man!" They, they, look, like they look like crisscross, yeah, like at twelve years old or something, with some wonky hairdo. Daddy's uh, massive. You know Kodak Black? He's got like massive dreads, like a solid, like his entire hair, maybe four <laughs> feet long, yeah. like three feet in the air, just yeah. with. Separated into maybe four different dreadlocks yeah. that I was super thick, maybe. Oh, it's like an elephant troll. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. massive. <laughs> um, those island boys, though, man. I I saw one of them talk. I'm like, this is that a? I a, saw a two or three clips, and I just going, thank God, I just I'm, I don't no, but expose to this every day. This but here's is the thing, crazy. you you're your dad when when he was your age. You're like, look, these young kids, fucking stupid. I don't know. That's my dad. You say, you see all the rappers, like, yeah. These guys my dad are probably stupid. said that about Crisscross and. Uh, <laughs> Got your pants on backwards, you know. That's, that's a uh, pain. That's a pain. The, oh, dude, uh, jump around. The sim, the sign oh. that you're getting older is like you look. I look at those guys and go like, I, I don't get it. Yeah. That's the well. That's the, but the, hold on, I don't, I don't care what generation you're. No one's gonna say they get it. Yeah, he looks like he walked out of the fucking Mars. No, no, dude. He walked out of the uh, Apocalypto movie. He's a guy with a bone in his in his lip that that chased the uh, chased Jaguar paw through the fucking jungle. Oh my god! <laughs> Have you seen that movie? No. Apocalypto. It's a, it's a deadly movie. <laughs> Listen, I I can ask my dad who he thought was crazy that I, he was worried I might start listening to. I mean, there was, but we also listened with caution. I mean, but this stuff is. But uh, those guys are pretty non-existent and uh, widely hated. They were like a trend, like a TikTok trend. Oh, they are? That came and hopefully they were still gone. Yeah. Okay, so they're not like... Uh, yeah, they're not They're not actually a thing. Okay, I get it. I get it. No, well, there's something. They got... Nobody listens to them. $50 million worth of teeth in their mouth. Yeah. That might be on. Yeah, 42 they, pounds combined. Once they assigned their soul away as like a, to whatever... How are they... Like, even if they got one. How would they be received in like the real... Gangster rap, like oh, they're, they're non-existent. Like right nobody, out. nobody cares about them. Yeah. yeah, I try not to think violent thoughts, but I would, <laughs> I would try. Oh my god, that they, it just it's angering to look at. It looks yeah. like they I went to what, like ten too many of Tay's parties, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shit. man. these guys aren't worried about what any of these things look like. What, what style of tattoo do you do there, Tay? Island uh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, Louise. Have uh, you're you're in your prime here? Have you thought about dating Korean women at all? Mm, not really. No. No. Any interest or slight interest, but uh, just not really caring. I guess. Dating in general here. Yeah, dating in general. Well, like even in back in Canada, I just didn't really care. Mm. I fucking save your money, bro. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can save a lot. <laughs> yeah, these guys now have no kids and stuff. Go, wow, you must, you should be just overloading with cash. Yeah. Is that is that you think indicative of your generation? Like, uh, again, you guys are super. I didn't think about marriage or kids until until twenty five. At eighteen, 25, I, I wasn't getting married forever. I think it was at twenty five. I said yeah. I wasn't getting married, and then the switch went like, oh, okay, I want to do it. So, uh, do you think? I mean. 
maybe you hang out with some older kids like is that the is that the trend everyone's like nah fuck that I ain't having kids that, that's what it is here yeah no, no one nobody wants one. kids <laughs> absolutely nobody especially back home no, it's not yeah. even a thought but that's why immigration is so important back home because yeah. yeah. you, you got to make up for it but that's the problem here you're the first guy to to, to come in a long time yeah um, and, and you're you're a local so uh, not many people immigrating here, that's for sure. It just, yeah, immigration is the only... Uh, Roseki did the little piece on that, just ways to overcome the, the population implosion or whatever. But it's, it's a wild. big problem in a lot of, a lot of places. What uh, what are some things that are on your bucket list here? What what are you looking forward to doing or exploring or where to go or what to do? Um, just seeing what's up. I really don't have anything on my bucket list. But are you, are you curious Graduate, to check out the country? Um, or you said you're going to Seoul tomorrow. Yeah. But are you comfortable in the big city of Onyang or yeah <laughs> are, are you looking forward to get out and seeing parts of the country and the rest of the eventually yeah like once I get more used to it once I speaking once I start speaking more Korean and um just once I get slowly get used to it Save your what do you life. think of the driving here <laughs> oh my god oh that's another thing oh my god that's an entirely different subject yeah. Jesus it's um it's just mental to me how like I drive with my mom or my mom's friends and nobody looks over their shoulder like shoulder check yeah nobody sh- i swear to god nobody shoulder use checks. your horn <laughs> <laughs> no one shoulder checks man i'll show you pictures of the driving school that plasters newspapers <laughs> like, in their window so the so the sun doesn't hit them so like you're completely blind on that side jesus that's the driving teacher yeah i've yeah. seen many people like <laughs> blow through traffic beeping their horn then having people run out of the way yeah that's multiple times a day man. i almost ripped a guy's door off today just driving he just like out of nowhere just went like whoop like i didn't even know i didn't see him stop or anything he just went like whoop slammed on my brakes like sorry 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 my like, cab last why night. are you smiling you should be like <laughs> thanks man yeah. my cabbie last night saw that thing turn yellow we were 300 yards out fuck it he pins it and there's a red light camera so he goes in the oncoming lane oh and it's red for two or three seconds like it's green they I, they can go and he's ripping a left and i was like this is insane i mean i don't like shitty taxi drivers that lolly day you're like you're you're driving somewhere to get somewhere like let's go don't sit behind the longest line of traffic but this guy was kamikaze he, he was nuts <laughs> yeah. i had uh, i had one taxi and he was weaving traffic like on the from uh because my mom couldn't uh, drop me to drop me off for school one day yeah. so i ended up taking a taxi and he was weaving through traffic a couple cars oh yeah well, the buses do that i mean the bus <laughs> the buses are wild you ever seen a guy deliver a chicken and park park on the sidewalk and risk my life risk my life to drop off the don't eat don't give me this five star what uh, (laughs) Billy Beebebop five minutes early well hey when we were young it used to be Little Caesars was or Pizza Pizza is that Little Caesars Pizza Pizza 30 minutes 30 minutes or it's free and we'd wait till like a blizzard or something (laughs) and then we'd turn the lights off and like grease the the driveway so we would be we'd sit there with a timer on and we'd be waiting waiting and the moment they're like what are you guys doing we ordered some pizzas it's 29 minutes just wait wait a minute wait a minute and we see the guy go by and go by and we're like he's not gonna see he's not gonna see you're just coming like buddy 32 minutes he's like oh sorry guys here you go you know what man I had one guy came extraordinarily late and I questioned him about that I was like is this pizza free like that's kind of the policy he's like honestly I got the timer I got the order at this time I am late he goes but if you want the you know if you take the late fees like that's kind of coming out of my check and i was like 
Just give me the pizza. <laughs> you can't. You can imagine sewer in the guy. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't know what was coming thing. out of the things that we yeah. said. We were 14, 15. We didn't have money. Why not? We're just betting on the guy. later, not answering yeah. the door. <laughs> oh, dude. What is? Uh, I assume you're in an apartment. Uh yeah. What's What's the oh. difference between, you know, house? Were you in a house in Halifax? Or yeah, in, in, in a Wisconsin? decently big house to house the eight people yeah. of my. Uh, my grandparents and my little brother, little sister, and my parents. So you, you got multi-generational with some land on the ocean, yeah, on the lake? Land on a lake, like two floors. So what is it like moving to an apartment? It was it's weird. Like a, yeah. It was, yeah, it was so like uh, weirdly different, especially back in a, back in the first week here. I was on the floor on a like the thinnest mattress you could imagine. On, on the floor, on, on a my, yoga uh, mat. Yeah, on my grandma's. Uh, like this. Sorry, on my mom. Yeah, yeah on my mom's. Uh, office room next to her piano and computer and yeah. bookshelves. Yeah. So what, what did you feel when you came? I was like, is this what I came for? Sleeping on a yoga mat on the floor? Oh. <laughs> Where's my Sealy orthopedics or, or whatever, Sealy whatever mattress? Is that a big adjustment? Is that a big shock? It's like, um, it wasn't as big of an adjustment as I thought, I guess. Kind of went in Rome? Yeah. And what about now? Do you have, do you have a bed or on a different mat or a thicker mat or what do you got? Yeah, I got a bed. I got a bed and a desk. Nice. Dude coming in, in, I was at John Mark's house for a couple of days and I just remember walking through the apartment and just always like at the end of the apartment, I was like, is there, there has to be another door to the rest of this house. Where the, and I just kept walking like, where is, is it, it's just from here to here? Like what the fuck? Is there no more rooms in here? Yeah. How do you guys live? Yeah. Oh, and that, I mean, that was, he had a, like a two bedroom apartment, which is massive. Cause I'm from there, I moved into I was in Maserol's place for a month, but then I moved into like maybe twice this room, one and a half size of this room. But it's amazing <laughs> how comfortable you can make them. And we've yeah. said before in the past, like best times of my life. You're, you're on your own. You don't have to clean a big place. You got a washing machine. You got a fridge. You got a, a kitchen set up. It, it's all you need. It's a bachelor pad. It's all you need. Yeah. A couple Arbor Mists and uh, Wild Vines. Wild and Vines. Eh? <laughs> oh, I, I don't. Yeah, I never. I never thought that was. And I never had the urge to move into a bigger place. Like, for what? You know what? I, I almost For did. What? And you were like, what kind of parties you want to be throwing? You're going you're gonna to piss all your money away. And I was like, <laughs> looking back, I was like, wow, that's a you know, great. Well, remember when I got there. that plate? Well, first I had a two room with Trev. Yeah, but you're splitting a bill with someone. And we, 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 that was a party central. And then I moved into the big one, Ricky's downstairs. And that was just like a hotel. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> hey, you got more than two bedrooms. I mean, anybody can just stay here. Just go to Nate's. Yeah. And uh, oh, yeah, that was. That, but that was too big. I mean, I felt like I had no control. Everyone wants to sleep there because it's big enough. And the it's a lot room... less, a uh, lot less to clean. Like you don't have to. Yeah. It's so much like compact and like you don't have to clean as much. And you, I mean, and I find too, you don't collect as much shit. I was gonna say, yeah. do you realize yeah. that you can live more simpler and basic? Like you don't need as much here. Yeah, I had the same meters. like the same amount, like the same size of room here as in like back home, just yeah. like a regular closet and a desk yeah. and stuff. But um. Like, I can definitely imagine myself. Like, I can't really, I can, I would like to live in an apartment more than a house because I just, I just can't do anything with that much space. Mm. But, but people live in so much space at home. Yeah. So much space. The basement, the main floor, the upstairs. Yeah. Hey, man, we got, we both have small apartments and we got four people. And I don't yeah. know. It's, sometimes you wish it was a little bit bigger, but the, the difference in the culture is too worth. I mean, you want to go to a park, it's, or you want to, you know, you want to go outside, it's a community park. 
you want to have like a huge birthday party, you go to the birthday party. You, you rent that space for your kids yeah. or whatever. It's just less less at home and more more shared, more communal uh, communal stuff. Do you go to eat much here? Yeah, my mom can't cook. Twice yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, take out dapoki. Do you say your mom can't cook? Yeah, my mom cannot cook. So she, it's she, usually she chooses not to cook, or she's just not a good cook. She's a terrible cook. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I usually t- order a take out dapoki because I can eat that a lot. Or um, actually, bulldog uh, instant noodles. Bulldog. Yeah, it's not bulldog. Instant noodles. Like, yeah. shit, if you yeah. find a bulldog place, tell me I'm dying to go for one. But... Yeah. It's so hard to find these days. So most of it takeout? Yeah, most of it takeout. Or just eating with myself, like some meat from the store. Or um, I but forget what you call it, like a... Chobap? Dosida? Kimbaps? Yes, kimbap. Kimbap, oh my god. That's... But never uh, never go to the meat place with mom and watch all the green bottles flying around. And oh no. The gumbays. And... Oh, you got to try it at some point. I mean, it's yeah. going to... You've oh, been I here a month. Yeah. Wait, uh, wait. You'll go to what do you call the barbecue restaurants, man? And like you said, <laughs> it's it's wild. You'll see the guys beside you sit down, like, oh, we're a nice gentlemen. And then you see the green bottles and beer bottles just <laughs> on a Tuesday to... night. <laughs> on a Tuesday night at six thirty. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a fun. It's a fun part of the culture here, man. And that you know, a lot of high ranking business guys or just a regular Joe will be in the same, you know, in the same Kogi place. Hammering the same two dollar bottle of soju and all yeah. that. Good times. Into sports at all? I uh, used to be well skiing, and that was about it. But not. But uh, like the stuff here: soccer, baseball, whatever. No, no soccer, game. basketball. Um, Who's your hockey team? I don't. I never watched hockey. Actually. Halifax Mooseheads. I was like so deep into skiing. I was like, uh, like to the point where I could watch like a figure of a uh, of any like any freestyle skier just ski down the mountain, and I could get I know who that is exactly. First no. and last name. Ross Rabigliati. He's like he got pinched for uh, marijuana weed uh-huh. at the Olympics. He got he a gold was, medal. Where was that? Lillehammer. No, Norway. Lillehammer was no ninety. Must have been around Lillehammer. Torino. No, Lillehammer. He was the Canadian guy who got pinched for smoking dope. Before, when they just introduced snowboarding in the Olympics. What year? Oh, what year? Like, 90s? don't remember, but everyone was like... 98, maybe. It's a major advantage. He was high, so he was so relaxed. And that's why he went so fast, because he was just fluid and loose and flowing. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that was a huge story for her. I was like, oh, the Canadians are all smoking dope. Do you have any any kind of hero skiers that you like? Or, I mean, like, Sean White comes to mind. He's a snowboarder, but is that... Is he the cool dude in the... But, um, yeah, I have a lot of respect for Sean White and him uh, snowboarding. But for skiers, it was a lot of... Uh, I think a personal favorite was uh, Jesper. There was a guy named Jesper, and I actually can't pronounce his last name. His first name is Jesper? Yeah, his first name is Jesper. And Jesper Parnovic, golfer. He was a really good rail skier. Well, and, uh, that's what I was... Movie. I was terrible on the jumps, but all he would do is hike up and down the rails. And then in, another one was I had massive respect for was Henry Carlo. And... um. Yeah, he was just mental. Oh, and then there was a Burke Rude. There was a Burke Rude who came into the game uh, like out of nowhere and stomped the competition, like getting finals every single time and every single Norwegian World Cup. He's a Norwegian guy, isn't he? I think so. Are you UD? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Ouija's. I think, like, I, I, think I watched him a few times. <laughs> Do you remember the Chinese-American girl from the Olympics in China? No, I don't really. No, she I won all the medals? I don't know anybody from... Uh, She's like sure. a supermodel and... East Asia. Half pipe specialist and big air and no, wasn't the 
Wasn't she Korean? Korean American? No, Chloe Kim was Chloe Korean Kim. American. Yeah, she was a snowboarder. No, Eileen Gu. You remember her? No, she wow. disappeared for a while. No, that was I a tennis know. player. She won. She won gold medals in in China, and she's a big air, and she does all the freestyle. She does everything. For snowboarding? No, skiing. Oh. Yeah, but she's a supermodel. She's in America. Yeah. Ah. Oh. And she, I think she's a supermodel or a very talented model. And before the Chinese Olympics, every Chinese company was throwing millions of dollars at her to get her on their brands. And mm-hmm. she was, she declared she was going to ski for China. Uh-huh. And then that was just, just everything just exploded. So she was already a very prominent skier on the scene. And then she declared she was going to ski for China in the Olympics. And then it just exploded from there. And then she won gold medals and it was even crazier. So yeah, she was, uh, she was quite a hit in these last ones. Any plans to ski while you're here? Yeah, just a couple times locally. I mean, like, I'm, I really have no passion for, like, skiing, and it was just mostly rails and stuff. Mm. Um, also, back home, another thing was uh, everybody was sponsored. Like, everybody just on the team, like, in the local competitions, everybody was individually sponsored yeah. to the point of, like, having three sponsors. Main ones was Solomon and a head at yeah. skis. They were... Huh. Oh, Solomon's yeah, a big were, name, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I used to watch it. TV show and I, the the prize the kids always won was the snowboards by Solomon. Yeah, and yeah. that's how they traveled and uh, traveled around Canada for uh, competitions. For competitions with sponsors. Cool. That's how I, I think most pros do it actually too. They get yeah. their sponsors pay for their competitions. Yeah. That's, that's it's funny, man. I I always wonder how people manage to to, yeah. to be pro athletes or yeah, uh, I mean even some YouTubers and shit. You're like mm-hmm. you're making these crazy videos and. How do you balance that with work and life? And then you realize, like, oh my God, there's sponsors throwing crazy yeah, money, yeah, insane at amount, them. crazy money at them. Huh? But yeah, once you once you break through, you got anything else? No, I think that's good. Interesting, uh, interesting conversation. Thanks for sharing with us. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming. We'll chat. Uh, we'll chat after. But everyone, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Bye bye.